Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellas. This is Peyton Zikneko here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Happy Tuesday, or the better version of Monday. Despite the fact that Tuesday must live in Monday's terrible shadow, it still ends up being a pretty good day. (laughs) Well, I want to start off today's episode by saying that I now have to do the first ever COVID operation retraction and edit because (laughs) I believe yesterday I said it was week 17. It's actually week 18. Oopsies. Uh, Some podcasts have to do whole fact checks, but I just can't see numbers good. No, I'm, I'm actually not very decent with numbers. I, I'm, you know, if I have a formula for math, I'm fine. But thinking about them is just not where my strong suit lies. And uh, I was thinking about this just, you know, only because of this little mix up. And, and also because I was asked, you know, people say things like, well, what can't you do? And I'm like, you know, calculate tip, do basic math. I, I don't know. I can do like an algebra problem and, and then cry. But like, it, <laughs> that's as far as my math skills go, which I think is fair of a lot of arts people, just because I think math and art are very separate entities or they do the different brain sides. You know, Bo Burnham's right brain, left brain. One of them is logical and one of them is artsy. And I like the artsy brain, which despite not liking or really enjoying math in any semblance of the word, I spend a lot of time thinking about that fact. So I I don't know what that says about me as a person, but you know, I'm shrug. (laughs) See, did you see what I did there? I can't actually shrug and have you see it, but I can say shrug. So, you know, (laughs) good enough, I suppose. Anywho, I am very excited to talk to you today about my usual Tuesday activity, which is giving some advice about writing and, oh, also I do have some writing to share, so that is very exciting because it's been uh, a little bit because I have been very busy and haven't been doing a lot of writing and I, you know, writing that I've enjoyed, which is sad, but you know, I guess that's just where it is. But because of the creative writing intensive that ran last week and is running this week, I've been able to do writing and actually have enjoyed it. And it's been very good, I think, for me to get back into writing and enjoy it and have a good time. So I'm very grateful for that. But I thought that I could share some of the stuff that I'd written for that so far, which is just one thing that I liked, which came from a prompt, uh, thanks to Ryan North, who was a guest previously on the show. So thank you, Ryan. And yeah, I think I will start off today by reading that little blurb and then go from there. Okay, so so Ryan North's prompt was that time I got sent back in time, which I thought was very fun. So here is a little bit from that. I've never been one for the far back time travel division. In my cases, I've always gone about 10 years back and then left it at that. At least I never had to worry about fashion or slang too much. I always got to use the excuse that I was a little wild and didn't like current trends, and that usually got people off my back if they pestered me. This, however, was not what I was expecting. My boss, sending me a case from 1835, she really wanted me, an expert on 2100's culture, to go back a whole 
200 years? She must have lost her mind. My girlfriend was always given cases in the 1700s since she had studied many of the trends and nuances for years, not to mention she enjoyed the fashion and really got into hand dyeing and stitching clothing for herself to wear. I, on the other hand, was more into easy in and out investigations that required little to no research on the year and trends on top of reading the case file and being an actual informed detective. Perhaps this case was meant for her. I thought most of the people in the office knew the two of us were together and that she spent most of her time at the station at my desk eh, rather than at her own, and I was usually the only one of the two of us not out on assignment. I spun around in my chair and looked to the slender woman perched on the file cabinet with her latest gown laid delicately over her lap as she hand-stitched a row of pearls onto the bodice. I think the boss wants to give you another case, I started, half-heartedly holding out the file to her. She raised an eyebrow and craned her neck to look at it. Has your name on it, darling, she answered plainly, returning to her stitching. I hadn't looked at that. My eyes had stopped at the date and didn't look any further into it. She's never wanted me to go back that far, I exclaimed. Furthest I ever went was 2020, and that was a shit show. There's no way in hell she wants me to go further than that. I tossed the file onto my already crowded desk. Valera swung her legs over the cabinet and gracefully slid down off of it, taking the file into her taut hands. She opened it and allowed the digital hollow screen to pop up for her to read. <laughs> Looks like it's a conspiracy theory case. Seems like it'll be up your alley, it's just not very recent. She shrugged and placed the file back down on my desk. All right, well, that was just a, a little bit of a blurb that I'd written. Uh, <laughs> when I read the prompt, I got excited thinking about, uh, like, a, a detective agency that does time travel crime solving and uh, conspiracy theory investigations. So I had this idea for, like, a cute little detective couple who goes back in time to solve cases. <laughs> So that's what I wrote for that. Uh, just a basic little introduction there. Didn't have a lot of time, but I think that could be something I could expand upon. But I, I hope that was somewhat interesting. I, I thought it was very cute. And also I thought, hey, time traveling lesbians? <laughs> what more could anyone want? That and they hand make gowns for each other. So like, how precious. <laughs> so that's where I went with that. Uh, again, uh, I suppose it was a little bit off the beaten prompt there with they hadn't exactly gone back in time quite yet, but they were going to uh, <laughs> eventually. But, uh, you know, there's that. Uh, anyway, there is a second one that I'd like to read now, just because I think that it's very fun to have these prompts. And also, I would like to invite you to utilize these prompts for your own writings if you're interested, because I think they're really good prompts. And I had a lot of fun writing these little blurbs, and they helped me sort of get into the writing mood, which is something that I haven't really been able to get into recently, just, I think, because of the state of the world and being inside for so long. But I think if you're interested, definitely utilize one or both of these prompts and I can throw out a couple more that we've used in camp and that way you'll have stuff to you know work off of and hey you know if you write something that you like you can share it with me and I would be glad to have you on uh, by the way my email is Peyton p-e-y-t-o-n at storyarcark.org so if you write something with these prompts or anything else and you want to share it with me please don't hesitate to I'd love to hear from you Anyway, that prompt was, once again, that time I got sent back in time. This prompt now is right about a ghost. So, you know, just <laughs> kind of open-ended there, but uh, this is what I ended up writing. So it's a little bit different from the other one, but hey, I think it's good too. So here we go. Write about a ghost. Death is inevitable, of course. I knew this long before I died, but I didn't think it would come for me at only 19 years old. That was a bit of a shocker. 
Death came quickly to me. Some tales talk of them as a friend to walk you into the next life, or perhaps a fiend to startle you into running away from the mortal plane into the next. However, I wasn't even given time to process what was going on, let alone take a moment to reflect on the philosophical aspects of crossing the land of the dead. One moment, I was sitting peacefully on my fire escape, gazing out at the sprawling, dust-cloaked city when I was taken hostage by death's sudden claws, emaciated hands wrapped around my form, yanking me into the end of my life. I saw before me myself, falling down away from where I now stood watching. Fire escape had given way, sending me tumbling down to the concrete below. Death, though fast and cold, was kind enough to keep me from the feeling of hitting the ground and instead bade me sit and watch. Or perhaps that was a fragment of memory, something I pieced together to avoid having to think about the feeling of falling that starts so free and ends so short and abruptly. That was long ago, though, long enough for my memory to become clouded and unsure. Whispers of the past swirled around and became the truth that I have to believe simply because I have nothing else to hang on to. And end scene. <laughs> uh, I don't know really where that one was going, just sort of a little bit of a rambling there. I, I do really enjoy prompts where you just sort of start writing and just sort of wax poetic for a while. Uh, I enjoy prosy, flowery writing. Not that that was very prosy, flowery, but I just think that that's a fun way to start a warm-up is to just sort of wax on about something for a while. So that was just me waxing on about dying, I suppose. (laughs) A little bit of a dark topic, but it was very fun in a a sort of dark way, I think, to just sort of go on about this person's death and explore, you know, the feelings and thoughts. And uh, I don't know, I thought that was really neat. So anyway, yeah, two very different prompts that led to very different story ideas in the end, but I thought both of them were very fun. So again, those prompts were Ryan North's That Time I Got Sent Back in Time, and then just a general creative writing intensive prompt that I believe us pre-professionals just came up with, and that was right about a ghost. So there you have it, two very fun prompts that hopefully can generate some ideas for you and help you get started writing. Uh, I think that's probably one of the most important things to do when writing is to get yourself started. I know that sometimes I struggle with getting started. It, it's it's like the Newton's laws of motion thingy where it's like, hey, if something's not going, it's not going to go. And if something stopped, it's going to be stopped unless you push on it right? That's what he said exactly in those words. But basically, if you're sitting and you're staring at the blank Google Doc, as I often do, you're not going to start writing until you have a reason to start writing. So perhaps a writing prompt like one of these can be one of those, you know, forces exerted onto you and your blank Google Doc rock, and hopefully they can push you towards beginning to write. And I think that that is something that I tend to forget that I can do is to have a a prompt to start writing and even just to get yourself going. Because I think that that's probably the hardest part is just to start writing. And if you have a project in mind, I think it's even harder to start writing, uh, for me at least. And I I struggle to really get going on it and get the momentum going. But if I have a, a silly little side prompt that I can just write about not really thinking too much about it. I can get into the swing of things and get my muscles warmed up. And then when I go to start actually writing on the project that I want to work on, I find it a lot easier because I've already started the writing process and I've already sort of worked through the writing cobwebs that form in your brain when you haven't been at it for a while. 
So yeah, that's something I suggest is find yourself a cute little writing prompt. Uh, you can have little generators, I know. There are lots of those. I'm a big fan of generators myself, so if you look up writing prompt generators, there's lots of those to use at your disposal, or you could use two of the ones we suggested. Another one we used very recently today is we made a list of 10 genres and 10 classic fairy tales, and then you roll... 2d10 or 10-sided die if you're not a D&D nerd like myself and then you match up your fairy tale and your genre and you write that fairy tale in that genre and I think that was really fun and I ended up doing a partial mystery Snow White that isn't done yet and is only a couple sentences in but was very fun anyway you know to write a, a mystery noir Snow White <laughs> but yeah you know if you can just get yourself going in writing then I think it it'll be a lot easier in the long run for you. Um, But uh, hopefully those prompts were fun and you enjoyed my work. And even if not, I hope you can take away some of the prompts and utilize them for yourself. Again, if you write something that you like from those prompts or anything else and you want to share them with me, feel free to email me. I look forward to hearing from you and Tapioca looks forward to hearing your work as well. So (laughs) yeah, let me know. But I suppose that will do it for today. So thank you very much for listening. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zagnego. Thank you. I will see you tomorrow. Stay safe out there. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.